activating virus defenses. Prepare to download. Welcome. Hello, this is Martin McKay from the Network Security Podcast. And I'm Chris John Riley from the Eurotrash Security Podcast. And you're listening to the official podcast for the 25th Annual FIRST Conference, held June 16th through 21st in Bangkok, Thailand. For more information about FIRST, please visit www.first.org. And now we join our interview in progress. This is Martin. Chris and I are here today talking to Katie Masuris, who is the Senior Security Strategist for Microsoft. And Katie, you have some big announcements that you're making here at FIRST this year. Can you tell us the basics of this? Absolutely. I am so happy to talk to you about these programs. So we have three new bounty programs to announce today. We are going to be starting offering $100,000 per mitigation bypass. And that is for truly novel mitigation bypass techniques. So as in techniques that can be used to exploit our latest platform. And the latest platform available for which this uh, bounty is a target is Windows 8.1 Preview. We're going to start accepting submissions for that on June 26th, and this program is going to be ongoing. It's not a contest. So that's bounty program number one. Bounty program number two is called the Blue Hat Bonus for Defense, and that is up to $50,000 extra if a researcher can find a way to block one of those new attack vectors that they've discovered. So, so far, any questions? Well, I mean, this is just a big change for Microsoft, period. I mean, you haven't had a bounty program like this at all before, have you? Absolutely, yeah. Um, this is a huge change. So um, I'm going to tell you about the third program, and they're all designed to work together. The third program is the IE11 Preview Bug Bounty, and that one is a per-vulnerability bounty. That one is a fixed time period. It's the first 30 days of the IE11 Preview period. So that's going to start June 26th and end July 26th of 2013, and what we're looking for our bulletin class issues in IE11 preview running on Windows 8.1 preview. Well, I guess the question that kind of springs to mind is why is it being limited to, to 30 days? Is there a specific goal in mind for that? Absolutely. So when we were looking at the idea of doing bounty programs a few years ago, I looked at the data as to what the researchers were doing with the fines that they had for our products. So at the time, uh, when we looked at it, most researchers were choosing to come directly to Microsoft, even though there are what we call white market vulnerability brokers out there who will pay a bounty for um, vulnerabilities in our products. So at the time, over 90% of security researchers were still choosing to come directly to us, even though those bounties were available. So that's actually why we did the Blue Hat Prize, because that was uh, what we did a couple years ago, where we had offered over a quarter million dollars to researchers who would work on defensive ideas. So that made sense for us to do as a platform provider at the time. We got some great ideas from that program. When we looked at the data as it was evolving over the past couple years, the trend with the research community has been more and more to report through vulnerability brokers like, for example, um, ZDI, Tipping Point, iDefense, that kind of thing. And that's great. Those, those brokers are great partners for us. However, none of those brokers actually offered a bounty for our products when they're in the beta period or what we're calling the preview period. So for us, we're actually trying to drive the researchers and give them an incentive to report vulnerabilities to us as early in the preview period as possible, hence the first 30 days of the IE11 preview. 
So this is, I mean, we're not talking chump change here. We're talking $100,000 for a vulnerability. Actually, uh, $100,000 for a mitigation bypass. So that's an exploitation technique. For the individual vulnerability bug bounty for IE11 preview, that one goes up to $11,000. 11 for 11. It goes up to 11. <laughs> so, I mean, let's let's be clear about that. What What does Microsoft consider the difference between a vulnerability and... An exploitation technique? Exploitation technique, yes. That is a fantastic question, and that's really, really important. So when we're looking for new exploitation techniques, we are looking for essentially uh, holes in the shield that cover our entire platform. So if we can find these new holes in the shield, of which we expect there are relatively few, um, we can actually learn to defend the entire platform from possibly whole classes of attack. So that's why those are actually really valuable for us to learn about at the beginning or as early as possible. Individual vulnerabilities, on the other hand, they're important for us to learn about. But you know, for us, in terms of hardening the platform overall, it's really the mitigation bypasses that, that are, are the most valuable to us. Now, getting researchers to, to part with these new techniques is not going to be an easy process. I mean, researchers tend to hold these quite close to their chest. These are the things that they use uh, repeatedly, and they, they don't tend to expose them and give them away free to vendors. Do you think your program is going to be enough to convince the researchers to, to, to give these away? Well, I don't know if you heard me, but it's not going to be given to us for free. We are giving six figures um, for these techniques. And actually, um, those prices are pretty competitive with what you see with existing exploitation contests today. The difference is we're not doing this as a contest. This is going to be an ongoing program that is starting um, with the Windows 8.1 preview. And it's designed to effectively point the researchers at the latest version of Windows available. So it's designed to essentially grow with us and with uh, our operating system and our platform as we improve the security overall. And then the other part of that is, is the $50,000 for the mitigation technique that they can also write up and, and provide for you so they can hopefully tell you how to stop it from happening in the future. Absolutely. We are definitely hoping to harness some of the best security minds that do not yet work for Microsoft. And we're hoping to, uh, you know, not only get them to point out some of these holes in the shield, as I was talking about, but point out ways, uh, ideas that we can defend against it. It's the logical evolution of the Blue Hat Prize that we did a couple years ago. So ultimately, where are these things going to end up? Are they going to end up being implemented and integrated into new versions of the operating system? Or is this something you're going to concentrate on moving into things like EMIT? So that is a fantastic question, and I'm glad you're familiar with Emmet. So, um, you know, our Enhanced Mitigation Experience Toolkit. So that, um, certainly, if any of the ideas can be implemented quickly in Emmet, we, we are certainly going to be looking to that possibility. Um, and that, yeah, the idea is to build it into later versions of our platform. Back to the bug bounty program for IE 11, 30 days seems like a pretty narrow window. So why are we why are we looking at just that narrow of a window for this? So if you look at, at what's available to the researchers today in terms of uh, compensation for their security work, um, right now the brokers have, have uh, got a pretty good handle on paying for vulnerabilities, bulletin class vulnerabilities, once our products have actually um, gone to what we call RTM or have been released to manufacturing. And that's the place where the brokers have definitely provided value to the security industry and to Microsoft in, in helping to get those vulnerabilities to us. What we're doing is we're actually asking the researchers to report them way earlier, and we're filling a gap in the vulnerability and exploit marketplace. Um, nobody was really offering uh, bounties for our vulnerabilities during the beta period, and that's pretty much what we're doing. 
So I guess the question on everyone's minds is what, what's going to happen after this 30 days? Is this, you're going to evaluate how this program works, maybe implement it on further beta programs, or is that something that's going to be in review depending on how this, this uh, new, new bug bounty program performs? So absolutely, you know, we are going to be evaluating how all of this goes. Um, just like other vendors who have waded into this space before us, we are going to be evolving as we go. We expect the ecosystem, you know, to make some adjustments to, you know, in reaction to uh, pretty much the biggest software company in the world wading into this market for the first time. Well, actually, that brings up a very good point. Do you think that anybody has a similar program in place or an equivalent program in place? Because this sounds like you're really stirring up the waters for a lot of companies. Well, we really put a lot of thought in, uh, into how these programs work for the ecosystem, um, especially for our customers. So I'm not aware of any other programs that you know are, are sort of end-to-end -end like this one, and I'm certainly not aware of any other vendors who pretty much cannonballed into the pool as, as heavily as we are um, with our first foray into the vulnerability and exploit marketplace. Now, one of the issues that came up not too long ago, uh, maybe within the last three or four weeks, is a researcher who was underage, found a bug, and the bug was, they refused to pay it. Is something like that going to happen with Microsoft, or are you learning from other people's mistakes? Well, actually, um, when we did the Blue Hat Prize, um, we had we had a rule in place, and it's in place for these bounty programs as well. Direct payment is possible from from Microsoft to a researcher of age fourteen or older, and if that researcher is younger than that, or just considered a minor in their place of residence, they can actually have the bounty paid to a parent or legal guardian. So, in other words, we are not going to stiff any researcher, younger old who comes to us with a valid uh, submission. How do you think this is going to affect um, other companies who may have held out on creating a bug bounty program? Because I can imagine there's a lot of companies out there who are thinking, if Microsoft doesn't do this, then we don't need to do this. How do you think that's going to affect those companies? I think that's a really fair question. And what I would say you know, to those companies, and especially to the customers of those companies, is that there isn't a one-size-fits-all bug bounty program for every single vendor. We have particular needs. And as a platform provider, we have a particular you know, necessity to really put forth you know, some of these programs in a way that works for our customers. So. I would say that other other vendors should take a look at their customer base, take a look at what the researchers are doing with their bugs, and then make an evaluation that's appropriate. Like I said, a couple years ago, for us, the data was telling us a different story. So if another vendor you know, starts looking at their own vulnerability reporting data and reporting trends, that's really the best basis to make these kinds of decisions. Now, from a personal perspective, this is something you've been working on for quite some time, and so you must be very excited to be able to finally push this out the door and let people know about it. I am so thrilled. I, I can barely contain myself right now. So it's absolutely thrilling to me to be part of this. Um, tons of people put a lot of work into bringing these programs to life. So I am, I am grateful for every single person who, who helped really push these out the door. But it was really the right time for us uh, and the right way to engage. So we are live at the, at the first conference in Bangkok. Is there a, a major reason why you chose first as the, the way to get this message out instead of holding off, for example, like to, to, to Black Hat as you did with the Blue Hat Prize? 
Well, we wanted to give the researchers as much time as possible when the um, target applications and platform were available. They become available on June 26th, which is next week. So this was actually the perfect timing for us. Plus, I really wanted to talk to some of the other vendors um, about this big shift. And it was this is actually a great place to reach out and connect with other vendors um, because first is is uh, you know a network of worldwide responders and um, you know people who are on the front lines. This kind of evolution in our thinking is something that I definitely wanted to share face to face with a lot of our partners worldwide. So, Katie, if people want to find out more about these programs, where can they go to find out about them? Thank you for asking. Um, it is www.microsoft.com slash bounty programs. Chris and I have been talking to Katie Masuras, who is the Senior Security Strategist for Microsoft. Thank you very much for taking some time out of your day, Katie. Thank you so much. You've been listening to the official podcast of the 25th Annual First Conference in Bangkok, Thailand. I hope to see you in Bangkok, folks. <laughs>